I'm quite sure the um, cover of this episode, the cover art caught your eye. And I just wanted to let you know that it is true. And there are excerpts. They're not put on the internet, but there are excerpts from this book. And also, it's true. It really does exist. It's not something that's made up. It's not something that's not uh, existent. This book actually exists. And I just pray that we be woke. And I pray that, you know, we need to pray. And I just pray that, you know, you have an open mind and realize that, you know, there are a lot of things going on out here right now. There are a lot of situations that are happening and people want solidarity and they want to be put in a category and they want to be put in their own category but God is over everything amen God is over the hills and the cattle he's over everything he has dominion over everything but I'm quite sure that you seeing this cover art caught your eye and caught your attention yes it does exist and yes it's out there amen so i just pray that we continue to pray and we continue to keep god first and you know seek deliverance in everything that we do amen back to your regular schedule program Praise the Lord, everybody. This is The Real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim, welcoming you to The Real Ephraim Podcast Show. I am your host today, Pastor Cervante Ephraim, and today we're going to talk about something, and you have to wait to hear what it is. Stay tuned. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's have a word of prayer first. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you and I praise you for this day. I thank you, Lord, for waking us up in this morning and starting us on our way. And Lord God, I just pray, God, that you continue to watch over us and keep us. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us for our sins. Everything we did and said that was not right in your sight, Lord, I, I pray that you will forgive us <clears throat> right now in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, I pray that you give me what to say to the people, Lord God. And I pray, God, that you will speak through me, Lord God, and give me what you want me to say, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. And on today's show, today's show, we're going to be talking about something. I'm, You know what? Let me just say it like this. I am all good on current events i love to talk about stuff you know some people sometimes you can't find the right people to talk to so sometimes it's best to talk to yourself <laughs> that sometimes is the best way to talk to yourself and you know what today i am not talking to myself i'm going to be talking to you the listener and i'm so glad and it's a blessing that you tuned in on today once again, this is The Real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim, and I welcome you to The Real Ephraim Podcast. 
where we deal with real people with real situations and we also serve a living and real god let's talk about this today's show is going to be well the title is called compromising going wrong yes i said it compromising gone wrong and today we're going to be dealing with christianity and homosexuality Mm -hmm. yes i said it those are two different topics that are two different words that nobody don't like to talk about especially church especially church people do not let it talk about homosexuality. They don't like to talk about church. You better not ever mention those two in the same sentence or you will be cast out. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about it because it's what's going on right now. It's what's happening right now. And if you don't know, now you know, as Biggie said. If you don't know, now you know. So let's get right into this. I'm going to read you some things. You know, I'm going to talk about some things. Let's talk about homosexuality. I'm going to talk about the church how it's affected the church, how it's affected black churches, white churches, because there's no really no color in church. Let's get that off and as let's let's get that right straight down to the point. There's no color in church. I was watching an interview with T D Jason, he said it best. There is no color in church. There I don't care if you go to a white church, black church, or a green church, there's no color in it. Amen. If we all serving the same God and doing the same thing, then there's no color. There's no denomination. Amen. So there isn't when sin comes and when it hits, you know, it has no shape, form or fashion. It don't. So we want to talk about homosexuality in the church and um, the great compromise going wrong. OK, so let's talk about the current events. The Pope. Yes, I said it. Yes. The Pope. Now. I can't judge this man because that's not my duty. That's only God's doing. But I had I do have something to say about it. I haven't heard nobody really talk about it, you know, for like the black community, because you know, you know, we like this. You know what? If it ain't our business, if it ain't hitting home, if it ain't hit the one ten or 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 the, or the ninety one, or if it ain't hit the four hundred five, it don't. You know, we ain't gonna bother. We gonna touch it. You know, but it's close to home because. You have gay homosexuality. The LBGTQ community is hitting home. Uh oh. Yes, it is. It's hitting home. It's in churches. It's in schools. It's on jobs. It's everywhere. It's all on TV and the radio, the rap industry, music industry, whatever industry it is. People don't want to say nothing, talk about it. They don't want to even mention it. But homosexuality is real and it's here, baby. And it's just wow. It's it's some people. It's to the point now that it was blasphemous to talk about, you know, homosexuality. Growing up, when I was a kid, at least it was terrible. You couldn't talk about that because if you said something like that, well, you're getting whooping, you know. And they look at you and think you crazy, you know. But now people are so outwitted. They're so outlandish with it. It's here. It's there. It's in choirs. It's in choir directors. It's the musicians, it's the rappers, it's even your sister, baby cousin. It's all over the place. Amen. And it's home. It's not nothing that's, you know, uh, like I said, down the street, you know, on Sepulveda. No, no, this is South Central LA. This is Compton, Watts, Carson. Homosexuality in Long Beach is there. Amen. And 
like I said, we have to be up and be woke on current events. I use Ebonics because that's what we know. I can get particular and I can get all extra solidified and I can get all extra, you know, educational on you. But I choose not to because that's not the type of guy that I am. I know how to turn it on to turn it off. But I'm going to just say it like this. It's coming straight home and it's right here. You know, amen. And, and a lot of preachers, they're scared to talk about it. A lot of um, pastors, they're scared to talk about it because for the simple fact, they don't want to lose membership. They don't want to, the congregation don't want to have to shrink because half of the people in the congregation, they either homosexual, either either are homosexual or they know somebody that's, you know, of that nature. And they don't want to lose that membership. Amen. Or a lot of times the people that's pulling the strings, uh oh, the people that's behind the closed doors are, you know, of the LBGTQ community. So a lot of people are afraid to talk about it. But let's bring it on home. You know what? I love to talk about home. I love to talk about what's going on in the black community because that's who I am. Una, as my Latino brothers say, Una Negro. <laughs> so let's get right down to it. The Pope. Now, I don't put my mouth on people, but I'm just going to talk about current events. And this is what's happening. Now, if you've been reading, if you've been watching TV or reading, uh, reading on your headlines, social media, every channel, you've seen the statements that the Pope made about Catholics so to say, to put somebody in a in an actual, you know, uh, he put them in a he put them in an actual category, and he said that you know what that the Catholic Church is not going to ordain and they're not going to go and tolerate homosexual marriages or homosexual unions no more. It is a sin unto God, and I can say amen to that. Amen. I believe it. It is a sin of God, a sin to God. I mean, if we look in the Bible, we see Sodom and Gomorrah. You know how that turned out. But he was very adamant about it because he said it was a sin from God. And a lot of people didn't know it sent shockwaves through the whole world. And they were like, oh, my God, how do you say something like that? How can I do that? Easy. The reason why he said it is because, you know what? God dealt with him. See, you can only deal so much. You can only do so much. You can only go for so much for so long until God begins to deal with you about situations and statements that you made. Now, let me go back and backtrack because I know you want to know where that came from, because obviously, if we look back and we think about it back in 2000, March, I'm sorry, and uh, uh, get my stuff, March 5th. 2014, the Pope Pope Francis suggested the church could be open to civil unions. Oh my God! So years ago, he already said it was okay. He said the church needs to be open to civil unions. Now, if you dig deeper in that, if you really go and read the article, and you if you really study that type of stuff and what happened, what really happened before that. He basically said, who am I to judge? Who am I to judge a, a, a gay person because they because they are serving the Lord? Now, wait a minute. Judging is not in your, 
You're not supposed to judge. The Bible even says it, judge not unless ye be judged. But wait a minute. You know, he said, who am I to judge? So I applaud him on that. You know, he, who was he to judge that? But at the same time, he knew that things in that nature were wrong. And yet still he endorsed it. I'm not picking out the bad because that's not my job. All I wanted to tell you guys is to stay woke. And when things happen like that, you have to watch what you say. You have to watch your words because what it would do, it would come back and it would bite you back in the butt. And that's just being 100. So let me read this. March 5th, 2014, Pope Francis suggested the church could be open to civil unions. He said homosexual people have the right to be in a family. They are children of God. Amen. Francis said, you can't kick someone out of a family nor make their life miserable for this. What we have to what we have to what we have to have is a civil union law. That way they are legally covered. Now people see things wrong with that. People see a lot of wrong with that statement. And people see that, you know, they turn them away, you know, and and people look upon homosexuality and people of the LGBTQ community. They look at them and they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just look at them. It kind of reminds you of the lepers back in the Bible. People always people looked upon the lepers as just an abomination to God. They looked they looked at the lepers as people that were just like need to be cast out of society. So am I endorsing homosexuality? No, the sin is wrong. The sin is wrong, but we are all God's creatures. I'm quite sure you heard that statement before on more than one occasion. So no, I'm not endorsing it because, you know, I'm not endorsing the sin. That's no, don't get it twisted. I'm not doing that. But I can say this, that if you were, if it happens to hit home, which it has and which it will, if it haven't, how would you react? Right? How would you react? How how would you even feel if your kid or your child or someone that was close to you just all of a sudden came out the closet and say, you know what, um, I prefer the company of a man than a woman but they're a man how would you react to that you have to think about that you know before we so become so close-minded and so um what's the word i'm looking for negative toward people and look so down at their situations because we never know what the situation is or what it is and we if you are a real believer in christ if you really know who god is you will pray for that person you would go in your war room for that person if you are really a believer in God. And if you if you really trust God and you would seek God for deliverance. Yes, yeah, seek him for deliverance because that's a sin. That's a spirit. If you really think about it, people just don't wake up and say, I'm gay in the morning. They don't wake up and say that in the morning. It's something or something that drew them to that. So that same force that drove them to that, maybe, just maybe, there's a force that can drive them from that. Have you ever thought about that? 
I mean, I'm just saying, just, just put that on, put that in your coffee and stir it. Have you ever thought that maybe whatever it is, whatever they're going through, maybe you can really see God and, you know, pray for them and see what it really is that's really happening to them? Because when it comes knocking on your door, which it will, how would you react? You know what I'm saying? And that's easier said because we say, oh, well, you know, I'm going to do this and do that. But what about when it really come through? You know what I'm saying? When the enemy hears you, when enemy knows you, and he's going to present something your way. Amen? Let me get back to this. Amen. This is good. This is really good. So, March 15th, the Pope, March 15th, 2021, Pope says gay marriage is an abomination to God. It's a sin, and a priest cannot perform marriages in the church. Amen. Now, let's first off, let's say this. Whatever happened, whatever God said to that man, to make him make that statement, then hey, so be it. You know what I'm saying? But what he did was he he said, you know what? Since it's a sin, we're not going to allow the unions. And did you know that a lot of the people that were inside the Catholic Church, they were upset and they are upset. There's an actual movement of people that figure, oh, you know what? I am a gay man or a gay woman and I need to be heard and I want to be in church too. Nothing wrong with being in church. Nothing wrong with being in church. But God is a God of, of, of what's the word I'm looking for? He's a God of, 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 of he goes forward. There's a word. I'm going to think of that word. When I can think of that word, I'm going to let you know. But there is a God. When God, there is a God, and God is that person. That if you are having those tendencies, or if you're having those kind of thoughts, you have to pray. You have to really seek God. And going back to the subject, these people they uh, figure that their voice is not being heard, and their voices are being tampered with, and they have one uproar because they feel like. The Catholic Church needs to honor them and give and put them on a pedestal. But the Bible even says that God said there will be no other gods before me. So why do you feel like you need to be higher than God? Okay, you have a voice, but that does not mean you have to be higher than God or that's what it's coming out to be because you have an issue. But. Like I'm saying, it's it's a real sticky situation because a lot of preachers are not talking about this in church. They're talking about, yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah. They're talking about all those good stories of the Bible that we grew up on, but they're not really getting in depth with it with their members about homosexuality in the church. They're really not having no, they're not really, if if you claim to be a true deliverance church or if you claim to be a true church of God, then you need to have that talk with your members. God will give you the discernment on who is who and what is what. Can I get an amen on that? God will give you the insight. Okay, you know what? 
maybe I should talk to my members one-on-one instead of just assuming and getting the tithes from them every Sunday. Or Venmo and your cash app and your tithes, maybe you should sit down and talk to the members and see where they at in their mind and in their heart. Amen. You should get you should you should maybe one day have a have that talk, just like a father and son have that talk about the birds and the bees, the flowers and the trees. Maybe you should have that talk with your members about homosexuality and the real issues that's going on today in today's society. Society got me stuttering. Amen. So a lot of times we think that people are not hearing us. They think that people are trying to damper our spirit and they think that people are, are not trying to hear what we say, but God hears and God knows the Bible says he searches every heart of man. Okay. And it also said that every man heart is wicked. Amen. So we need to get it right. Amen. The people that's saved and calling themselves followers of the Holy One need to get it right. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not standing up saying I am a homosexuality activist. I'm saying is the sin is wrong and we should embrace the sin and cast that sin out. Amen. I'm saying that we should really talk to the people, talk to our members if we claim to be pastors. I cannot keep saying that because a lot of this was happening nowadays and I'm seeing I'm seeing it is these members are messed up. Their minds is gone. They on a whole different page. And the pastor is steadily doing Zoom calls and he's doing Venmo checks in the bank. Oh, come on, let me go. God forgive me, Jesus. Hold on. Let me get back on on on, on point. Amen. So my question is, where is God in all of this? Amen. Where is God in all of this? That's the question on the next The Real Ephraim Podcast when we come back. Hi, this is Miss Pat of Direct My Path Life Coaching. I am here to help you see through all of your stress, all through this pandemic, all through your bills and your children. If you need a little direction, holler at your girl. Not literally holler, but let's talk and let's chill. You can reach me at area code 323-909-5529 or you can email your issues at directmypath.com. 88 at gmail.com. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. I want to first start off saying, yes, I am a drug and alcohol counselor. And the services that I do provide is counseling, whether it be domestic violence, anger management, parenting, and also, um, done with substance abuse <laughs> got a kind of guy messed up but i offer those services just to let you know and if you need or you know anyone that's in need of those services please feel free to contact me i uh am available uh on the weekends and the morning times and uh 
through the week. It may vary, you know, so feel free to contact me and let me know if anyone needs those services. I am ready to work. I provide the worksheets. I provide certificates upon completion. So feel free to let me know if you know anyone or you in need of counseling and I also do Zoom counseling. So please stop by the website, PastorCervanteEphraim.com and check me out and see the different services that I have available. It'll be a blessing. Amen. Have a good night. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is The Real Ephraim. Just stopping by to let you know that just in time for the holidays, we have real men and real women pray t-shirts. Yes, I said it. Real men pray and real women pray t-shirts backed by popular demand we have all sizes available so don't worry we do have your size and also introducing we do have cups yes we have coffee cups for that favorite coffee drinker in your life so feel free to stop by pastorcervanteephraim.com and check me out see the merchandise you know what and for the holiday season they make a good gift okay you have a blessed day. Bye. The 44th President Barack Obama served his terms as President of the United States, making him the first black president of the United States. What an honor. Amen. I can say that we did it. We did it. Hey, we did it. Yes, we did it. <laughs> hey, I'm just going on with the with the times. Amen. So let's get back to it. Barack Obama. During his first 100 days of president, he made a bold statement. He did something that no other president would have done or has done. On May 9th, 2012, Barack Obama endorses gay marriages. He endorses gay marriages and he says, you know what? In so many words, Hey, it's okay. You know what? And I can read a couple of quotes. One of the quotes is, it has always, New York Times, it has always taken strong national leadership to expand equal rights to this country. And it has been long obvious, long been obvious that marriages rights are no exception. President Barack Obama offered some of that leadership on Wednesday. It has always taken a strong national leadership. And he says, I think the same-sex couples should be able to get married. Mr. Obama said in an interview with an ABC News that the White House arranged for the purpose of giving Mr. Obama a form to say just that. Mr. Obama consciously presented his change of position he used to favor so-called civil unions, but not marriage as a monogamous relationship. Same-sex relationships, kids who this is who are raising kids together, and about those soldiers who I don't know, or airmen of Marines or sailors. It goes on and on. But in a nutshell, President Obama supports same-sex marriages now the person on the outside looking in does not know they think that oh my god 
he has done the abomination he claims to be Baptist or whatever religion. He said that he claims to be, he's supposed to be somebody, but he endorses same-sex marriages, and that's never been done, and it made history. Now, from like I said, from a person outside looking in, I don't know who persuaded him to do that. I don't know who told him he should do it. I don't know where he got that inclination from inclination. I don't know where he got that from, but all I can say is I can't say nothing about it. I can't say nothing about it because all I can tell you is this, that my opinion, I think that in order for him or in order for him at that time and his presidency in order to gain votes or to gain popularity, he had to endorse the LBTT, the LBTTQ community. Okay? Now, the reason why that I say that is because I was like, oh my God, a pastor saying that. The reason why that I said that is because in order for him to either, for even break the barriers that he broke, and I'm not a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not. I'm not talking against him or speaking against him. But in order for him to have gained the status that he had gained, sometime you have to compromise. <laughs> now that's that's scary to say, and that's that's scandalous to say. But in order for you to gain and to get to where you need to get to, sometime you have to compromise. And if you bring it down to the hood, bite the bullet. Now, in order to bite the bullet, go through. So. What I think my opinion is that he, in order for him to forget to gain that LBTTQ vote for him to last the years that he had lasted, he had to get the backing because the black community maybe was not enough. I don't know his motives. I don't know what his intentions was. But when he did that, it opened up the door for a lot of things. It it got him his extra years that he had wanted because he had endorsed and he had said, you know what? Okay. Yeah. Let's make this happen. Now he went totally against what he believed in, but you have to remember at the same time, he is a politician. He is a person of influence. So in order for you to gain some popularity, you have to, and you have to sometime, <laughs> you know, Hey, get with the get with the program now that sounds rough and that sounds very harsh to say and that sounds like oh my god you're supposed to be encouraging people but as if you see all through history in order for a person to gain the upper hand they had to become as an adversary they had to become or they had to do something in order for them to get where they had to get to and i'm not saying it's the right thing to do because it's not you know i believe that if you really want it and if it's your destiny, God is going to bless you in it and he is going to help you through it. And he's going to reward you with the with everything that you need. And he's going to give you the status that you want without compromising, without compromising your feelings, without satisfying them, without petting the, petting the dragon. You know, you have you have to understand that and people have to I call it petting the dragon because, you know, dragons, they come and they destroy everything. But in order for you, in order for them to, to get to, to, to keep their kingdom or in order for them to maintain stability, because, you know, when the dragon comes, he don't spares no one. 
some time. You got to pat the dragon. There was a movie that came out. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There's a movie that came out, and this movie is an animated movie. Bear, Bear Wolf came out, and he was a regular old fisherman guy. And in order for him to get the king's spot, he had to do something. He had to lay down with the devil. He had to sleep with the beast of the water in order to gain his popularity. And that's what he did. He did what he had to do. And look where it got him. It got him the status that he wanted. But look at the cost that it that it gave it that he gave it that got him. He wound up dying. He wound up losing an arm and dying. All because he had to pet the dragon. He wanted his fame and his fortune. Isn't it something that's crazy how in order for people to, to get to where they want to get to, they have to sometimes pet the dragon? How many times have we pet the petted the dragon? That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? We're all human. We're all right people. We're all, you know, human beings. How many times we have to compromise? We have to compromise the way we felt, the way we had, the way we did things, the way that we moved in order to get by and to get to where we need to get to. Come on, somebody. Be real. You know what I'm saying? So, and all this, when he did that, if you there's an interview that I was looking at, I forgot where it went, but there was an interview that he was on and he was, you know, he was his faith. He said his faith doesn't allow him to endorse same-sex marriages and homosexuality. And then years later when he becomes president and you know, let's keep it 100. Probably the people that put him in office in there was homosexual. We don't know, but put him in office, and there he go. And look what happened. He wound up endorsing the fact that it's okay to be homosexual and it's okay to get married. We, like I said in the first part, we know what the Bible says. We know Sodom and Gomorrah. We know. Uh, what's the what's the big cliche saying? God didn't make Adam and Steve. We know all that, but it, when it comes down to it, how much are you willing to compromise and give up in order to to get popularity? And that's what we see here. So, am I farting his? Am I farting this man? Like I said, no, because he is the president. And one thing you don't want to do is mess is is anger the powers that be. You know, the Bible says that the government is on whose shoulders? The shoulders of uh, the government. The government is on the shoulders of God. It was on Jesus' shoulders. That means he's the sovereign God. He is omnipotent. He is over all this. He is over. He decides who's going to be in office. He decides it. God decides this. Amen. That's what we're taught, and that's what we know. But in this case, he had to satisfy the powers that be. <laughs> which was the government. Wow. It's it's a shame on how and what the government has come to be and what time has come to be because there were times when we didn't have, we we didn't even, you know, I mean, the good old days. Amen. So, with all that being said, this whole situation with the Pope endorsing same-sex marriages and then turn around and hearing from God and saying, you know what? It's a sin. And he banned all of the marriages that to go on in that, that goes on in, inside the uh, Catholic church. But 
that should not just be for the Catholic Church. That should be for all churches. Amen. And the Bible says that we are the church. We know right. We know right from wrong, and we know who is and who is not. Amen. But when you are dealing with situations like this, and when you're dealing with people of higher power and people that are in power, you have to be careful and be led by God, and not let your mouth put put you in a position to where you are, you know, <laughs> you find it, you buy, you know, you buy, you, you buy, you buy it off. I'm like, man, why did I just say that? There's a, um, there is a scripture in the Bible where it says, um, be careful what you say. Amen. There's a, there's a scripture in the Bible and it says, be careful what you say. I'm looking it up right now. Amen. And, And I say, you know what? I have to get me a, a assistant or something, amen. <laughs> have my wife come here and be a be my be a, be the uh, co-host slash assistant to get something going on, assistant co-host, all that good stuff, amen. But it says, be careful what you say, amen. I'm I'm kind of like typing one hand and, and doing another, but what it's saying while it's loading. Be careful what you say, and you have to be careful of the words that you put out your mouth and the different types of statements you make. And, you know, you have to be careful of all that because you never know when you're going to have to come back and, (laughs) you know, it's going to come back and get you. Amen. So it says, um... We can go right here. The Proverbs 16, 23 says, 16, 23, 20, 16, Proverbs 16, 23, 33 says, tell us the people think before they speak. Don't they? What they say is then more persuasive. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the taste and good for your health. Amen. This talks about kind words and intelligent people. Amen. I'm going to have that scripture for you. I'm going to put it in the uh, description where it says, when it talks about, be careful what you say. So like I was, like I was saying, like I was saying, he had to do what he had to do. Amen. I'm not telling you, and I'm not saying that we have to always, we have to compromise and give in, but see God. Amen. Always see God. Where is God in this? God is ever present. That's the question that I said and asked in the last segment. Where is God in this and where he is? God is all over the place in this. Because the Bible says this, that all things work together for the good of those that love God who are caught into a purpose. Amen. That's what the Bible says. So we have to understand that everything that we do and say is of God. Amen. And Always remember that was my wife kissing me. Yeah. So we have to always remember that all things are working together for the good of those for those who love Christ and are called to his purpose. We are called. We God has called us to a higher calling. He's called us to be lenders and not borrowers. He's called us to be over to have dominion. 
So why not? Why not be led by God? Amen. That's where God is at in all this. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. He's all over the place. Amen. It's all working together for our good. Amen. I hope that you were blessed. I pray that you got something. Amen. Never compromise. Amen. Never, ever compromise your faith. Don't compromise your feelings. Don't compromise who you are in Christ. Don't compromise none of that. I pray that God bless you. I pray that God keeps you. Amen. I pray that whatever it is that you're going through, that God, you see God in it. Amen. If someone, if someone in your family or that you may know is a homosexual or gay, the same, the same thing. But if someone that you know or close to you is a homosexual person, embrace them. Amen. Don't cut them off. Don't condone them. Don't don't put them in a in the in the lepers category. The Bible said in the the lepers, they were they had their own section. They had their own little place and they were cast, they were cast outs. Nobody didn't want nothing to do with them because of how they were. But God, somebody say, but God. But God blessed them. Amen. He healed them. Amen. And he sent them out. There's a pair the parables in the Bible. If you look it up, the lepers, the lepers and leprosy. It's sort of like people that are of the LA LBGTQ community. We have cast them out. They're still souls. They're still people. Amen. They are still people. But we don't want to hate them, but we want to hate the sin. And that sin, that's a spirit. That's a spirit that can be broken. It can be prayed out. It can be delayed. It can be cast out in the name of Jesus. So I pray right now that whatever you're going through, if you are a homosexual man or woman, if you don't know who you are, you are somebody in God. Amen. Amen. You are somebody in God and God is the one that, that can heal you and deliver you from all hurt. Amen. The world, people don't, people are not, you know, people are not bashing you. They're not throwing you away. Amen. If you are in a church right now, it does not matter if you are in a black church, a white church, Catholic church, and you're a homosexual male or woman and you feel like you're being bashed, then you need to go to your pastor and you need to talk to your pastor. Seriously, have a one-on-one conversation with your pastor and let them know, you know what? I need to talk to you about something. There is nothing more better than getting understanding. Amen. But but first, if you don't want to go to your pastor, then be led on who to go to. That's the number one thing. Be led on who to go to. Be led by God on who to talk to. Amen. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lead not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Amen. He will direct you on who to talk to. If you're struggling with homosexuality, amen, amen, amen. Let me pray with you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I just thank you and I praise you for this time, Lord God. I thank you. Forgive us for our sins. Everything we did and said that's not right in your sight, God. I just pray right now for people that are hurting, amen, that are going through situations right now, that are going through, amen. They are of the LBGTQ community. They are 
gay or queer as they call it. Amen. I pray, God, that you will heal them, heal their minds, their hearts, and their spirits, God, and deliver them from that spirit. Amen. That spirit that comes to tangle us, that spirit that comes to keep us off from what you want us to do. Amen. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will heal our minds and our bodies and our souls, Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you right now for moving this coronavirus, Lord God, this COVID-19 spirit, Lord God. I pray, God, and I thank you for removing it right now and sending it back to the pits of hell where it belongs. Lord God, you are reopening LA. You're reopening our hearts, God. So reopen our minds, God. Give us a better way. Give us an outlet, God. And the outlet is you. Amen. So we thank you and we praise you. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. I want to thank everyone again. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Amen. And I want to just, and I pray that we will have a better understanding on current events and things that's happening. Amen. Not just not to be small minded, but to be open minded to the things that are going on in the world and the things that are going on in our families. Amen. I pray that we will continue to keep God first in everything. Remember, Keep God first and everything else will fall in place. Once again, it's the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. This is the real Ephraim podcast show where we deal with real situations. We deal with real people and we're also serving a real God. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Pastor Cervante Ephraim just praising God and thanking everyone. Amen for just holding on amen and just believing god amen whatever situation you may look like and whatever it may seem amen just remember hold on to god let us pray father god in the name of jesus god i thank you and i praise you for this time amen lord god thank you for being lord god just who you are jesus in our lives thank you lord for just being god all by yourself god Ah, we give you all the praise and all the glory of Jesus. Now, God, people are sick. People are going through. People are depressed. People are having anxiety or about money and the government and hallelujah. But you said the government are on your shoulders. So, God, we just thank you and we praise you, Jesus, for moving, amen, in this pandemic. Lord, God, help us every day to be better Christians, Lord, God, better people. Amen. Better, just better. Amen. Every day we wake up, Lord, just help us to be better. Amen. Help us to forgive. Help us, the people that we've offended, Lord God, help us to repent to them. And Lord, for first, let's repent to ourselves. Amen. For just not being the people that, not being the Christian that you've wanted us to be, God. So help us, Lord God. And Lord, we can you forgive me, Lord Jesus? This or you know, falling short, Jesus. I, I've been through a lot of cussed. I've, I've just, Lord, I've, 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 I've done it, Lord God. I just, I messed up. So God, I pray that you can forgive me first. Amen. I've, I've fell short. Amen. And I've, I've, you know, I try to be, I try to do right, but it goes back to, I can do all things through Christ. Amen. So I thank you, Lord, for having mercy on me. I thank you, God, for just doing a new thing in me, Jesus. And that it can spread out to different people, Lord God. I am uh, unclean lips, Lord God. 
I'm a sinner, Lord God. So I just pray, God, that you just forgive me, Lord God, and keep me under your wings, Jesus. And Lord God, as as I go, Lord God, you protect my family, protect everyone, Jesus, that's connected to me, Jesus. I just thank you and I praise you. So God, I just thank you for everyone, Lord Jesus, off across this podcast, Lord Jesus, and you kept us all year. And Lord God, you continue. You're gonna do it even more next year, Jesus. So God, we give you all the praise and the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray and thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you again. Amen. To God be all the glory. Amen. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Savante Ephraim, signing off. Amen. Where we deal with real people with real issues. Amen. But we also serve a real God. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Amen. And continue to do the will of the will of God. Pray. Amen. And just keep God first. Amen. That's the only thing I can tell you. Amen. Because while you keeping God first, I'm gonna try to keep God first too. Amen. We're gonna do this together. We are in this together in Jesus' name. Praise and thank God. Amen. Thank you.